So we got a bit of a special situation here. For the first time ever, so always, every single podcast, you got myself here running my damn mouth, but for the first time ever, we got Randy Cook and Paul Marinzan, who are two co-hosts in the same room. And, and this is a little awkward, because this is like when my wife meets my girlfriend. You yeah, I was going to say, this is actually bitter rivals, not co-hosts. And, and I don't know who wants to be my wife and who wants to be my girlfriend. I think Randy might be my wife, because I was with him first, but there's a younger... Slender young man came in my life for a little while, and Randy's like, oh, okay, who's the cookie? But they're both in the same room. I'm happy to see Paul here. I'm happy to see that uh, he's partaking in the new uh, weed activities. Just kidding, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless Justin Trudeau. Yep. I'm just saying that because I want to see him get piss tested over and over again. That's right. I mean, I passed one already. (laughs) Did you get piss tested last meet? Not last one. London. You got piss tested in London. Gotcha. Would it come back? Three. Positive for gay? Positive for estrogen, actually. <laughs> That's right. Son, whatever you're doing, you're using Yeah, I was using the wrong thing. This is not going to help your deadlift. So, fellas, um, we just had a, a conversation with Jason Mike, and we were just talking um, off air how, uh, well, one thing, the weight classes, and he was saying, and it's kind of true, it's funny how in the USAPL and the IPF, Nobody gives a shit about anybody over 83 kilo. 83 kilo are the rock stars of the USAPL IPF, which is kind of funny because you might think, oh, the bigger you are, the more weight you move, and that's like what most people gravitate towards. But something we didn't address with Jason Mike right there in that conversation, which I think might be a huge deal, is walking the earth, there are far more people. If you lift weights, you're probably going to end up like the average size floating around, buck 99, buck 95, and then you could easily cut to 83 kilo with a water cut, and that's pretty standard. So if there's far more individuals that are going to be around that size, A, when you're watching, you're going to watch something you relate to, and oh, shit, I can relate to that. B, the competitiveness, the talent pool you're pulling from, because the 83 kilo is stacked, and I was just saying how um, you don't go to a basketball game and watch a game where I don't care if it's the number one, two ranked or number one and number two ranked in the division. If the game, the spread is 50 points, the game sucks. If you can leave before the fourth quarter is done because you already know who's going to win, you want to beat traffic, the sport sucks. That game sucked. But if the number eight and number ninth ranked teams go toe to fucking toe and they're bitter rivals and it's within a point seesaw battle, I'll show up every time. The only time you're going to watch a 50-point spread is if it's the last the place Harlem. person, the last place person beating the first place person by a 50 point spread. And you're like, or if it's I'm sticking Harlem around for this because this shit ain't ever going to happen again. Yeah. yeah. But you probably wouldn't have bought that ticket. Yeah. So no. that's the problem is, um, in terms of the 83, why the 83 kilos are rock stars. I do believe it can come and go with, like in terms of popularity, it's not to do necessarily with, they have a certain body type and look. It's true. I remember Joey Flex being on here being like, God damn, these 83 kilo boys are fucking pretty. Aren't they pretty? Do you have to have a six pack to be an 83 kilo class? He's joking around, but it's true. These it's, dudes like Muscle Marcus or he, when Charlie Dixon, he's still bodied up, but Charlie, like these Sean, dudes, yeah, these yeah, Sean Norega, all these dudes. Most of these guys did bodybuilding as well, which is kind of funny to think, but. Yeah, look at, I'm fucking uh, 83 kilo. I'm probably the fattest guy in the fucking division and I'm six pack Labanite. And I'm a fat fuck. Randy, Randy was 83 kilo. <laughs> and he had abs. And Look at Randy, Randy Cook, who, who isn't a bikini model, was an 83 kilo, and he had fucking abs because he played the part. He played ball. When you're 83 kilo, you have abs. So the point is, though, I don't I, uh, think... I didn't have abs at 83 kilos. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Paul, you're right. You were that guy, and you probably got kicked out. You know what? That's I think why the I left the division. I think you left the platform. The head ref said, what the fuck? Who's, Walked around who's back. Who's the 66-kilo lifter that's pulling oh, everyone? Pulled <laughs> you by the elbow side and said, listen, you fat fuck. What are you doing in 83? You don't have a six-pack. But honestly, I think, yeah, it helps that these dudes are bodied up so that makes them... You, you want to... It's like everybody watching an action movie. The guy at Star is going to be a bodied up dude. You want to be like that guy. So, yeah, they'll be more popular. But I think the real reason the 83-kilo division is probably rock stars with USAPL and IPF. It's the depth of competition. It didn't really equal out on these. So here's something we didn't talk about yet, Randy. The USAPL Raw Nationals 83 kilo, even though that was probably one of the biggest I was most hyped for, did not pan out like I, like the 63 kilo women. No, not a, well, I mean, it panned out to a certain degree. Like you had a good 
It you had a good battle, but it wasn't the battle that everyone was expecting. I swear to God, I was saying before, I wouldn't be surprised if we thought everyone was going to go 800 kilo. For on a the podium? Yeah. Not everyone. Well, like, no. <laughs> like, read down talking. to number 20. Yeah. The 20th ranked guy. One through 20, 800. everyone, 800 kilo. 800 kilo. But New we qualifying thought, total. We were saying, and I think, and it wasn't like hyperbole. I know I get hyperbole. I know I get excited. But I swear to God, I thought we could have an, an 800 and up kilo podium. We had one guy hit 801 who won it, Russell, but not a fucking other guy hit it. And it wasn't just like, like Sean had a tough day, uh, you know, rough cut, whatever shit happens. But, um, you know, some of these other cats, it didn't, it didn't like what they hit in the gym wasn't going on the platform. I don't know if there's big cuts. Some of these guys are bigger than I thought. It's hard. I don't know. I'm assuming some of these guys are pretty big cuts. Yeah. But some guys numbers like deadlift pain or red. I love that kid. And I like, I had him for my third because I like, it was partly just cause sentimental, right? You can't, I had, we had him on the show. The guy's a fucking sweetheart. But um, I, 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 I had people, I don't want to put them out there, but people close to him who were like anticipating, telling me, no, we, we, from our camp, we fully anticipate like 800 kilo style total. Like he'll be up there or, or if not 800 kilo in, yeah. the, in the back end range, 780 up. And I think he had like 735. It was, yeah, somewhere around 735, which 740. Which is far, far below like what was anticipated. And I don't know, there might be background stories. There's always background well, as stories. as I said, like it comes down to the fact, like we were talking again, 800 kilo total is probably going to be, you know, one, two, maybe number three on the I podium. Like that might've been a fucking podium. And finish. in reality, 74, like Taylor Atwood would have finished third. Yeah, so I didn't, and this isn't to shit on these guys. These guys no. are phenomenal. Just people, there might have been rough cuts. There might have been a whole lot of background stories. We'd have to have every single one of them on here to know. It might have been the fact that it was in prime time and it's later into the evening than these guys yeah. are normally used to lifting, but. But every, all the other weight classes also dealt with that. Yeah. And we didn't quite see that. It was surprising. Put it this way, it was surprising. Some of these guys, I I thought, like, like, um, like, Rob Ali's a phenomenal lifter. Some of the shit he moved in the gym, he pulled 725. It was wraps. He had wraps, but he still pulled 725 in the gym. I think, like, we just reposted earlier this week. He must have had a rough cut. Because even Russell Orr, he was like, I'm fucking worried about this guy. And we started reposting him right before US Nationals. Yeah, we were doing our, our research. And Russell Orr, he came on the show, and we're like, who are you most worried about? Be honest. Is it Sean? Is it whatever? And he's like, I'll tell you what. You guys repost from Rob Ali's got me all types of, you know, all types <laughs> of scared of this cat. But um, so there must have been some. That's one thing about 83, I will say, though. Okay, rock stars and the whole nine. But that seems to be the weight class. If you can have some big weight cuts, it's this. It's, it's, that it's also the shit show. I mean, for years, it's been the shit show. I mean, like from Gibbs up until he had his super meet. Like, I mean, everyone was projecting Gibbs so many years. Like, I mean, his and Hack's competition, like, wasn't as scary as me. It wasn't shit. By far, yeah. it wasn't shit. But yeah. he, just, he didn't do what Hack did that day. Um, Worlds, we know he was sick or whatever. But you look at these different guys. Like, like when Orhi went against Gibbs at the thing, everyone was talking, like, this is going to be the biggest fucking thing. Dude, it wasn't It wasn't fucking the biggest thing. He beat him by 50 kilos. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, that's, close. That's not a... That's not... And that wasn't Orhi's best, too. Yeah, no, it's... That, that's, that's not knocking against Orhi. You know what I mean? He, it was his day, whatever. Like, he had it. still had a good meet. He's what, 75 or whatever it was he had there, but... No, it just seems to be Gibbs, a very... Gibbs, Gibbs also had the fucking beat of his life. I mean, like, he, yeah. he yeah. totaled the 93s for fuck's sake. Yeah, he could have won 93. Yeah. That's true. That's fair point. Um, yeah, or he couldn't beat them that day, but nobody in 93 either could. That's, that was yeah. a, but that's a phenomenal day. But it's true that um, Gibbs himself, from one world championships to the other, a 35-kilo jump. Like, it's, it is a volatile... Division, which it's, makes it more it's exciting. It's probably almost. the most volatile division. You're right. And it probably comes down to the weight cuts that these guys are doing to try and make 83 kilos. Because well, it's, I, you know, I'll be the one to say too, and it does nothing against Charlie Dixon. I, ex I expected more. I thought he was going to do better than what he did. And it's not that he had, you know, he went for up from 83 to 93. He's eating like a fucking champ. I mean, I think the guy was already a 105 at 83. So, I mean, going into 93 was nothing. But... I just, I honestly thought his total was going to be better. Like, I think he had an 835 total or something like that. Fucking. 812 and a half. Is but that he what was, it was? He was still light for 93. Yeah. He still got like another four kilos to But go. if you think though, what his total jumped for, at Worlds, I think it was like 765. Oh, his total, his total jumped huge. Yeah. His it total was like, jumped huge. I think, I think for me, he had a really good total. I just think you he, thought he was going to be. I thought he was. I just thought too much was, too soon. I thought I was be more. I, he's a case it's, where it's going to be a year to grow into. Yeah, that class. in three months, I think 
60 kilo man they have if nothing else just for him to get used to the weights jump. that he's gonna have to use and actually start moving them he did this total 50 I just kilos. I wish he had been in the prime time to, to have that competition he will next year too like you know what I mean like I wish that had been there when, when you guys are picking him for podium I think you when we had the preview show no because well, you weren't on the preview no. show but no, it was... I think we had talked about it anyways and um, some people were picking possibly Charlie on podium and I remember thinking I 100% think Charlie's gonna be contender but it seemed a little quick when in June, I, like it seemed yeah. a little much. It's too soon. I got too the reasoning soon. behind picking him for the podium, thinking that because he's not in the prime time, he's just going to sit in his pocket. He's going to move some big weight. Yeah. And he's not going to overextend himself. And he's just going to kind like of Like Randy just said, yeah. you're going to do your thing. And, and you know what? Whole- That's exactly what he did. Like he was yeah. in it up until second pull or something like that. He yeah. was still sitting at third place. Yeah. Like I think he's he's definitely one to watch in the future. Oh yeah, hundred percent. By next year, he's going to be right there. He's going to yeah, be. He could easily like, move into like podium. Which it was nothing against the guy. I fucking I love watching him lift. Like I really do. I love watching. But what do you have against him though? But what do you? It's 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 <laughs> apart from the up, fucking apart from the size of his piece. Because yeah. um, he's a fat fuck. Because he's a fat fuck. <laughs> Dude, there's right. fucking yeah. I mean, they talk about the '83s being bodied up. The '93s ain't far off no more. No, I mean, that guy, neither, you, you yeah, look at Ashton. Jesus, I can't say neither are some yeah. of the 105s. Like some of those guys are monsters, even at their size. Hey, like here's it's a, here's another one. Is depends on who we talk about. 105s start getting sometimes it's getting a little, a little bit softer. But you yeah, got some cookie dough around some I of these mean, fellas. Let's look at the world. For example, there's some of those 105s are just absolutely. Is Kristoff going in at 105s or is he going back to 93? He's a middleweight 105, and I think he's still sticking 105. Dude, he's like 97 kilos. Yeah, he's always been he's always been tiny. 97, 98 kilos. Easy. I I seen him post, and he's got you know, I mean, the guy's fucking monster poles or whatever. But I was watching, and he, and he, I was pretty sure it said like 97, 98 kilos, and I'm like, is he, is he fucking cutting or is he? Is he going... That's way too light. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, Why you but he was always light, wasn't he? But like, he never was, even hit no, 100. He, no, he, I think... I swear to God, he hit 100 at least. 100. I don't think he did. Mass moves mass. So why do it? Mass moves mass. One more time. I don't know. Mass why. moves mass? <laughs> so you say that, but why don't you ask Yuri Belkin? Yeah, he's... He, well, that division's a little different when you're over there in the Untested. There isn't as many dudes in, but I'm in every when, weight when, class. When you, you go mass moves mass, I say that on bench and I'll say that on squat. But when it comes to deads, I don't say mass moves mass because you look at... To an extent. There's a reason why there's weight classes. I get it. But, I mean, you look at Kaler. Kaler just pulled fucking in Russia against Yuri. Yeah. Like... But there is a reason why there's weight classes. Otherwise, Kaler's also have... a genetic freak when it comes to deadlifts. Like, that guy is built to deadlift. Yeah, his arms, yeah. he could scratch his foot standing up. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally upright. Yeah. Scratch his damn toe. But he's, yeah, that guy's, I mean, in fact, he pretty much fucking conventionals what he sumos do. That's, I mean, he's, he's a freak of nature on yeah, that. Yeah, he's like sure. me. There's no, there's no difference. Like, he, he is a freak of nature on that. But I just, sometimes when I, when I, yeah, some of these guys, I'd like to see it. Like, I'd like to... What, what did you think about, um, some people want us to talk about Mark Bell with the slingshot getting in $250,000 for, I think it's a three-year deal. And now we got Mark Bell slingshot in, in the fold. I don't know if his product is any kind of different from SBD. Competition's night like variety's nice. So in terms of the product being different from SBD, the belts are going to be the same. The wrist wraps are going to be the same. Although there is something interesting with the wrist wraps. I know, I can't remember which model it is of his because he's got obviously a different range, but one of them is actually longer than mm. currently allowed by SP or the IPF. So you think so how, all of them will be IPF? So if they're all IPF approved, it's going to be interesting to see why something that's actually longer than you're allowed to use. Like it's what, I 81? Wonder, I wonder if they told them this package is IPF And just like the fact that if you look at the knee sleeves, knee Fair. sleeves are supposed to be neoprene only, whereas some of his are uh, denim. So they're almost like oh, wearing that's a like suit. A wrap. Yeah, yeah, like a wrap. <clears throat> So it's gonna be curious. I'm curious to see which one. Because that'd be game changer if they're, they're not oh, gonna yeah. change the rules. There's a but, process. To but that. the thing is, if you got all his equipment approved, like he's saying it is, and is it I, all approved? And is IPF it? hasn't actually come out and released like an official statement on their yeah. site or anything like that. So he's, he'll have shit approved. But yeah, if it's all approved, why is his, why is his shit different? I, also, I why does he get a different I, rule depending but, on what he But I don't think it's all approved. I think he only has certain items approved. It has. He'll be able to add in. He's already gone into site the IPF approved items. Oh, really? And I was looking through it. And is some of those IPF I believe, yeah, the one, like, his strongest knee sleeves or whatever they are. Can you pull up on your phone? But there's, there's, okay, but there's some things about that. So so he's entered or whatever else. Fuck, man. It's it's like anything else. I think a bunch of people are going to buy it. Is it really going to make the difference? I mean, SPD makes some pretty good shit. So does fucking Titan. 
Yeah. The, the other people that are thrown off the map that nobody knows anymore is metal. They also yeah. make some fucking good shit. So A7's coming out. A7's got the fucking, they got nice wraps, man. Like they, there's some nice shit out there right now that you can use. And I mean, SPD took off pretty big, but I, I also watched last year. A lot of people were switching over to Titan's new new sleeves. SPD, yeah. SPD took off big because they put the money behind it. They're doing it. They, they, ex, they did exactly they're sponsoring what Mark, whole teams. Yeah, they did exactly what Mark Bell is doing now. Like anybody that thinks that the fact that Mark Bell put out two hundred thirty thousand dollars and it's an obscene amount. Does Mark Bell have he's the dough? Good, he's a good businessman. Like, does Mark Bell have the dough to go? Here, okay, so here's yes. a discussion I'm going to talk about. Yeah. I think he does. Yes. Hold, hold he a hundred percent does. Let me just say, okay, okay, he's got me against the wall here. Paul cocked his fist back. <laughs> listen, we got fucking slick shot shills in there. But listen, here's what I want to say. Because in terms of SBD, literally sponsors like the Canadian national team, U.S. national team, and it's to the point where, hey, Randy Cook. You're on your sponsored Canadian national team. If you want to wear Titan, it becomes a conflict of interest. We're going to pull our sponsorship of the whole Canadian national team. Like, iSpeed is, is getting in like that. Now, they worked out their beef with Bryce. We had Bryce Krawcheck on here. Uh, if anyone's wondering what I'm mentioning, Bryce Krawcheck, Canadian national team, um, and he wanted to wear Titan. He's with Titan. I believe it was Titan. Yeah, doesn't matter. Right. And then SPD sponsors the Canadian national team. We're like, well, we're sponsoring Canadian national team, so everyone gets free gear from us. But if you're not going to wear it, we're going to pull the sponsorship. So it got kind of muddy. They worked it out. I can't, I'm not going to get the whole, but anyways, the point is SPD's got dough to start doing shit like that. I think they're actually paying for certain athletes to go to Worlds because they're sponsoring on that level. Now, Mark Bell, as a solo dude, he's got dough, but does he have what kind of dough? Yeah. <laughs> That's it? He's been, Bell's been in the game so fucking long, dude. He's been... There's a lot of lifters out there that wear slingshot and know they got to go buy SPD or Titan. Yeah, here you go. They're training in this shit. So neoprene and denim to support their max effort. So it's not 100% neoprene like it's supposed to be. And this is on his IPF listed approved gear. Hmm. So the the thing is about it is is him going into this or whatever. I don't know what kind of belt money Bell has. You know what I mean? But but there's dough there, dude. Like I would, there's dough. So are we gonna see? And this is interesting. Are we gonna see like? SPD's got Team USA, Bell takes Team Canada, uh, and we start having shit like that. Like, this could get interesting. It's, it's, not, the wor- it's not the worst case. Like, no, it's, no, it's no, good. Competition is always good. I, I think it's good. I think people's products will get better and better because of the competition. Because I think SPD yeah. really had nobody except Titan coming against them, and that was kind of, kind of, kind of. No, and yeah, it Titan's, wasn't, it wasn't Titan's really tiny good. compared to Me- Metal's fucking fallen off the map 20 years ago, but it, they were they had a great product at one time. But I mean, like, there's still... Marketing-wise. Yeah, yeah marketing-wise. The business plan for SPD is phenomenal. Me- metal metal in, in, in fucking Europe is still huge. Like, it's, it's still big over there. The only company you could say that rivals SPD right now is Rogue. As an up-and-coming company in terms of what they're putting out, their product, their, I feel, their I feel, size, the way they're backing different things. Yeah, like, I think, I think for, for powerlifting, though, I think that, like, Rogue is there. Rogue's fucking there and everything. Well, Rogue's there for everything. They're, but but I think I think as far as, like, when you're getting into Neasley's wraps, I think Titan's still right there. Like, not right there, but I think they got a pretty good run at SPD right now. Well, here's so... It, and Inzer. We're forgetting about Inzer as well. The re, yeah. Or Inzer. The reason, call it. the reason why SPD, I think, took off the way they did, their business plan was phenomenal. The way yeah. they became a massive... Um, massive sponsor of IPF. So when you thought IPF, you automatically thought SBD. They took yep. all these national teams, so they were all sponsored. Will Mark Bell decide, you know what? I see the plan is laid out. Everybody fucking seen it. And is he going to be like, I got to move in that direction? And that's exactly what he's doing. He's looking at, everyone's, again, upset about the money and saying, what's IPF going to do? Is that money for blah, blah, blah? How is it going to go back to lifters? Well, first of all, their books are all public. You can actually look as to where all their funds are going. Yeah. It's, Second, it's, secondly, not, it's not like Donald Trump's tax. Yeah, no. Secondly, like Mark Bell is a smart businessman. Obviously, you can see IPF is the biggest federation. He needs to get his shit into that federation. Yeah. He knows that to break even, you're going to have to sell, like, let's say, I think it's around 2,000 belts. So clearly, they've done the business case to say that we're going to do this. And that's nothing worldwide. No. Not with our figures now. 100%. It's nothing. So, yeah, now he's in the biggest market for a company that's somewhat of, of a limited market, but you're, again, tapping into a bigger potential. So as a businessman, why would you not want to get into that? And why would you not want to start throwing your money in there and seeing like SBD is... It's exciting well, to see. Well, SBD's what is, right he, there. And why would I not be taking away some of that market share from SBD? And, and not only that, he's amazing at social media. Like when he yeah. spot, does he sponsor single athletes? Oh, he's, 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 he's going to pick out the fucking, the Russell Ortiz. Yeah. He's going to look at him and go, you're my sponsor. And this may be where you might start seeing 
money involved with sponsorships because that's exactly that's you look, exactly you look, what you're you look, gonna see. You look, that's you, look, you look at someone like Orhi with I don't even know what his following is now. Fucking somewhere between two hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand people. He so just I mean, hit two hundred thousand. This, this guy's rolling up on quarter million fucking people. Yeah, that he's going to be able to do this on, and he's going to walk out there and go. So I really like Mark's new things, and I mean, he's photogenic. He takes pretty pictures, you know. Photogenic can, to say the guy. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But he's putting this stuff in there, and all of a sudden he says. Especially the new guys that are up and coming that don't know fuck all about powerlifters or powerlifting, you know what I mean? But they want to lift or they want to go to the gym. I mean, I see slingshot everywhere as it is. Yeah. So they're going to go in there and go, well, fuck, that guy wears those those knee sleeves or those wrist wraps. I should buy those. I mean, it's yeah. no different than yeah. SPD was. It's what you guys no, are saying. No, Mark Bell is pretty much a marketing genius when it comes to his product and selling his brand. Well, here's, He's here's, going to build it somehow, and it's going to be through athletes, and it's going to be through exactly what you said, like social media platforms, well, here's where, YouTube and shit. Like, it's... Here's where SPD's got a bit of barriers set up, which is like smart as well, because they're very smart as well. Um, sure, grab Russell Orhi, but we got the U.S. national team, and then so it's going to be a bit of a. That's going to be the question. Does he get into? Are the, they allowed? Like, to, I don't does know. He he get get into I think they do wear Titans sometimes. So. So, so, no, Canadian team wears Titans sometimes. So the U.S. Titan, team doesn't. Well, I'll tell you. I know. I know what. I think they only wear Titan for uh, equipped. I think equipped is still all really? Titan. It depends on who sponsors the thing, because I've seen. I've seen at our own provincials one time, Titan sponsored it, and fucking they gave out free lift, free gear to the winners. Mm. Because when I went up and did the kids one there, fucking with, with Kyle and them, they all got brand new Titan shit. So it's, it depends on who, but here's the thing. I don't believe, I don't give a fuck who sponsors you. I don't believe they can afford you. You're not getting kicked off the fucking team because you ain't wearing SPD. You're not getting kicked off the team. You might not be, for this, you for might this not year. Be, you might not be sponsored. You might not be whatever else. But tell, tell me something. You're going to say... The best lifter of Ray Williams, because they go to Ray Williams, you need to wear SPD. And he says, no, I'm going to wear a belt. Well, I mean, that's exactly Like, they're going to say, no, you can't represent He's the Conor McGregor situation. You, that's you exactly what happened to Team Canada, though. What? Really? Yeah, that's what it came down to. And that's pretty much what the controversy was, that if anybody didn't wear SPD, the rest of the team lost their sponsorship. Yeah. So do you want to be that asshole that just because you want to wear Titan because you're sponsored by them, that you're going to cost everybody else, not only their sponsorship, their free equipment, whatever money SPD puts towards sending you guys to wherever you're going, that's but also any prize money they were giving out because SPD is starting to give out prize money to athletes as well. Like Do you know what I would say to that? Yes. Because if you're going to put that kind of stigma on the, on on that, every lifter is going to lose. I fucking guarantee you, Randy would be Randy, that asshole. Randy, 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 I mean, we already know Randy would be wait, that asshole. Wait though, wait though. So you got twenty, say twenty or thirty of the best lifters in the world representing your country, U.S. Thumbpool's fucking huge. So Ray Williams says, "I'm not going to wear a fucking SPD." They're going to take the sponsorship from that. How much advertising did you lose of the Dennis yeah, Cornelius, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the fucking, you know, the, you go through that list of lifters that was going to wear your shit and you're going to say, we're going to take all your stuff? That's the stupidest fucking marketing yeah. thing you'll ever do. So I because then now, those guys are like, fuck it, we'll all go slingshot. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. You can't do the U.S. team, that's for sure. No. If it was like Team Norway, Norway, like, they might have some teams, but they are some, some like, stars, but it's not going to be, you so, can lose so, Norway, the, you can't you lose gotta, U.S. you got to think about this. Like you said, Mark Bell's, a, Mark Bell's a genius. So, like I said, I just keep using Ray, Ray, Ray Williams. Ray Williams, because he's fucking... Because he's a Conor McGregor. But not, but not only that, he says, okay, so you're going to do it, and Ray Williams is like, fuck it, yeah, I'm getting paid, I'm going to do this. So fuck you guys, rest you lose it. Bell goes, don't worry, guys, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That, that's oh, that's exactly what he would, genius. That's like, exactly yeah. what he would be looking and, for. And yeah. this is what I'm saying, you can't, you can't, when a talent pool is big as like U.S., like you said, other countries, yes. Some people may may pull that plug out, like, yeah. sick, fuck it. No. But here's I get paid $50,000 by Mark Bell to wear this shit. But here's the other thing. When it comes to the world team, and we know this from the U.S., they can field whatever team they want and still probably win. The talent pool is big enough that they can field their second, their third, whatever. So if you're talking about from a U.S. team, which is like a political thing, they don't need Ray Williams to win. That's true. Yeah, they, they probably want Ray Williams. I don't. They know. can replace a Ray Williams with a host, like a Joseph Pena or Jason Mike or anything like that, and they're still probably going to take first podium. Well, as a team, so, as a team, yeah, yeah, not in super yeah. heavyweights. Kelly will probably take him, but as an overall team. Yeah. But then they got to. But then I think what Randy's saying is, is Ray the, or if not Ray, there's not. a couple people who are. Would you ever want to not have Ray Williams? No, you wouldn't want to not yeah, have yeah. him. But, I mean, when it's a political thing and you're saying that one guy's thinking he's bigger than the rest of the team, but, 100% but, they would leave him off the roster you, if they had to. I, I get what you're saying, but here's, a, here's, yeah. a, here's the thing in the rules. It's a tough the, way to find out. Where's, yeah. the, where's the thing in the rules that says the top lifter doesn't get to go? Oh, no, it'd be sponsored. Okay, so yeah. See I what guess. I'm saying? The top lifter's still going. I'm going to pay my own fucking way. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. All part of con it's all contracted as well, though. 
Like, and it does say that the top lifter can't, I think it does say the top lifter can't go because you got to be represented by your country. Like, it comes down to them picking. Like, that's like we were talking about with Matt Gary. Like, it's not like if I play second and the top player, top lifter You know, this no. is a conversation we might need Matt yeah. on to help, to help, yeah, because he would know. So we're somewhat talking over asses because we oh, don't Oh, we're know. definitely talking. We should, we should, I we should say this. I am great at talking this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should That's, stay the, this made up. We don't know the rules and every nation is going to be different. Yeah. But I do wonder, I think like what Randy's saying, if you win U.S. Nationals, you're U.S. National champ. You get first right of refusal, but that doesn't mean you get to go. Yeah. I don't know. I do have to see. But you would hope it doesn't come down to sponsorships and whatever that you it don't get though. to go. But look in the Olympics. If you make a Canadian national team, they're You're wearing Reebok or Nike or whoever's your, whoever's your sponsor. Yeah. Hey, I got news for you. Nike because is our sponsor. A, You're going to We're not talking about an individual that signs a contract. You're talking about a team that signs a contract yeah, for right. that individual. You're right. There saying that presidents. if you were going to be on our team, there is you presidents. have to do this. Right. But there is president. Okay, I understand. Because then you would say, so just to take this back though, Kimberly Walford drops out, tries to find another team. Why didn't she just, if she was able to, because she was a national champion and had the qualifying total, why would she just enter individually and be like, I'm on my own fucking country? Like, you know what I mean? Un- or unattached. I'm unattached. Because you can't. Yeah. That'd be like me going into the Olympics being like, no, no, I'm pres- I'm representing Dictator Paul, for life. Paul Manistan. Like, <laughs> Paul Manistan. <laughs> It's an intriguing situation, gentlemen. Just because I threw it the funding. Like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, you know, like, it is... There is presence in other sports. So, again, we're while we're saying we don't know what SPD's again, got set up, we, we, do, we do know that in other sports... Let's, like, we'll, we'll, we have, have Matt Gary on and talk about this to figure it out. Because if SPD has something like that, there is presence in other sports. But we should also say, yeah, we're not sure yet. And obviously, Mark Bell coming into the fold, if the dude's got money, he knows all that. He's had these conversations with his people as well. Oh, yeah. He knows, hey. They're, look, look, they're looking at all the scenarios Because right why would you drop a quarter of a mil if you think we're such a leg down? If they got a stranglehold like that, and we're that far out of the picture, and we can't, they got all the national teams, all the big national Canada came number two, U.S. number one. If they got the top three, four national teams, and we're going to, he might be like, is it worth it? He's got a lot they of talk big, He's talk. got a lot of big names already. They just ain't in the IPF. I think, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, but he, but he, if he's going in the IPF, why? And if he wants to get the IPF okay. market, I think you're going to see him target things like you're going to see him sponsoring athletes at the Arnold's. You're going to see him sponsoring athletes yeah. at like the other big events where SPD is not really well, playing. They're you, there, but they're not really giving a shit who's see, wearing their gear. You're already seeing with, with non-IPF, like, like Steffi is fucking mostly slingshot. So is fucking Hayden. Yeah, that's... Steph, Steffi Cohen, the poster child of fucking powerlifting right now. You know what I mean? She's already wearing slingshots. So how much does that do for your, your advertising? A fuck ton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't care what fed you're in. It just does a fucking fuck ton for you. I think she's like 400,000. We, uh... Let's, let, let's pick it up because I think Kathleen might be coming home. But yeah. It is... It, is, it will be interesting because if he goes in and starts sponsoring teams... We, we might see, and I don't know, I think the Olympics are like this, where some national teams are sponsored by different companies. So you might, it might not just be a monopoly. One, one company has all the big national teams. Well, here's the thing is that you're still going to have athletes. Worst case scenario, the athletes will advertise it every goddamn day of the week except the day they go to the Olympics. Like, you look at UFC. Yeah. UFC used to be sponsored by 7 million each person. Like, you know, Condom Depot, whatever fucking tagged on their shorts. Now it's just Reebok. Yeah, yeah. But what they're, what they're advertising outside of that game is completely different. So it could go that way. But, man, that's a, that's a hard push for them to sell because... Fuck, unless you're paying my fucking housing and training and whatever else, I'm taking the money. I don't give a fuck. Well, and that's this is a this is a this is, like, this is starting to like I mean there is money in this sport, it's starting to go the way I seen like you know the US fucking they it's a good thing. they helped out with the, some of the top athletes, some of the flights, they gave them some money, they did some different things, which is a great thing, but it's people like SBD, Titan, Mark Bell, like it's it's people like that who are gonna put money into this game, right? And mm. and if I don't know, man. Fucking, you look at you look at. I'm just saying, like, if somebody's, if I'm advertising, and that guy's willing to pay me fifty thousand dollars a year, fucking U.S. to advertise for him, and someone says you got to wear, fuck you guys. Like, it's 
He's like, if you're $500 towards your fucking flight to Italy or whatever, fuck you, man. I'm taking my 50 Gs and fucking bouncing. The only thing would be, he signed you for 50 Gs because you're going to the IPF Worlds and you're an IPF World Champion. So if you turn around and be like, hey, fuck you guys, he'd be like, no, nah, hang on a second, Randy. <laughs> I need you to show up yeah. and I need you to win. No, and I understand that. I mean, like, the advertisement fucking is there, but I just, I just think, like, do you want to go down that road where you're literally not going to let the best lifters in the world compete? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it, I don't, I know SPD doesn't want to do that. I, I, I like, what they're, I understand, let, let me be devil's advocate just for SPD's sake. Um, if, like, I could see where they'll be, like, look at, we want to, like, give back to the point where, because on the national team, for instance, Canadian national team, yeah. Almost, there's no stars like there is like a U.S. national team. Uh, up until this year, we didn't have a world. What about champion. that six-pack Lapidac guy? Yeah. He did an '83 once. So, uh, and then, um, so for those guys, whatever help they get is huge. All this free gear and everything's big, and they're saying like, we're just trying to help everybody. And then, um, so, and and they're trying to, you know, for people who, who are going to get benefit from it, we're going to benefit like ten people. Or, or eight people who are on the open team as opposed to just that one guy. So there's also like the greater good scenario that the SPD's trying to work out. So it's, there, it's not, whereas Mark Bell can kind of just come in and take one dude at a time, or anybody, Titan, etc. And it's just one dude getting the, the benefit and one star. Where it's kind of the UFC with Conor McGregor situation. I brought that up earlier when you were saying Ray Williams. Where is it just the one dude who's going to benefit and get the big fifty thousand? Because almost like no one else is going to get that fifty thousand. And this is and they're thinking this is they're like with all you guys the other ten. Here's why I bring it up. Individually, you ten aren't going to give me money back. It's not like I'm not going to get anything if I give individual individually. These guys are like five thousand Instagram followers. Wearing it isn't. It's all of Team Canada is what See, I want. See, and this is I was going to say, and this is where it differs in terms of we're talking about like UFC versus IPF versus blah blah. blah. IPF is more like the IOC. It's more like the Olympics. It's yes. a team-centric event. It's a country-centric yes. event. You're not talking about it's privatized or anything like that. It's non-profit. Unlike, unlike the untested division, which we're exactly. referring to. So they have no nationals. They have no. Really. I mean, they have no nationals, no worlds. It's not an IOC. No, no, they have they have, have worlds, but nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, it. Well, it's because anybody can host a worlds in most of the other federations. So that's a very good point. So it's an individual. Really, what Mark Bell is going to have to do is he's going to put out the money to an individual person and say, ninety-nine percent of the time, you're wearing my shit, you're promoting my shit, you're pushing it on Instagram, on social media, whatever. That one day that you're competing for your country or whatever, you're wearing their stuff. Mm. If you get interviewed, say, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Mark yeah, Bell, yeah, or yeah. whatever. But yeah. it's the same thing as the Olympics would be. Yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the, maybe that's fair enough. Cause it does like, like when these when these companies sponsor the Olympics, I could see where they're coming from. These companies where they're like, hey, look, I want to sponsor a Canadian national team, but if one of your bigger stars, the Conor McGregor of the team, is telling me to go fuck myself, or the Randy Cook of your team is telling me to go fuck myself, well, but like I'm trying to help out the Canadian national team. Most of you guys aren't in Randy Cook's situation to tell me that. And it is an all or nothing, so I'm not trying to be a dick, but I thought I paid for the team. I know you. Exactly. That's kind of why we got involved. <laughs> but, let's, but let's face it, at the end of the day, if Mark Bell comes out to all the different countries and say, I'm going to give you $100,000 each for your team and where my gear, that's yeah, fair you're going to watch SPD go out the window pretty fucking quick. So, like so, it's, so maybe that's where... You know, maybe that's where the direction is going to be, at least for the IPS. It's going to be the same thing as like Adidas versus Nike versus Reebok versus whomever's wearing like whoever's making the unitards for. But it's 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 a different things. Like you look at these sponsors, they come and go. So, Ilico, Ilico still sponsors a lot of the IPF. It's the last time you've seen a set of Ilico fucking knee sleeves. They still make them. Go on the website. Yeah, they're plates. They're they're the they're the plates. yeah. They're like plates. Bars, I, I get it. But if you go on Alico's website, they have IPF proof fucking gear from yeah. top to bottom, dude. They're, yeah, but nobody outside of, you know, Sweden. Sweden yeah, them. this is what I'm saying. Like, and the sponsor Metal. Metal was fucking huge in powerlifting. The fuck are they now? So you got to adapt or die. You better come up with a good marketing plan and a good business plan. SPD are, f and I know, like, I met Benjamin Banks at all these events. Um, he's at all the IPF worlds. Fucking not only, like, super nice guy, extremely approachable, stop, talk to whoever the shit, but, uh, Last name Banks, the dude's a businessman, very smart. The way he came in, very quickly, SPD became number one, and not by a little. Their, their size of the market at one point was like, 
I'm throwing a number out there out of my ass as we do always, but well, like I'm talking work. 80 percentile, like upper or, or higher. I was going to uh, in the 90. I wouldn't, no joke. Like, right. like honestly, it's phenomenal because the IPF is the biggest Fed. The most people are going to be under that umbrella. Even if there's bigger stars in the USPA or the untested, Steffi Cohen, Larry Wheels, individually, nobody in the IPF has anybody as big as that. But as a whole, far fewer people who are stars and depth of, I mean, the amount of people in the untested is, is a fraction. Even then, when you take away the stars and you go to any of these meets, like go to any IPF meet, go to any other meet, and look at who's wearing what, I guarantee you like 90% of the lifters are, again, that's just a random number, but are wearing SBD well, stuff. Well, you see a lot of untested fucking uh, wearing SBF sleeves. Yeah. Like that's, and I mean, there's, they're good sleeves. Yeah. But it's just, that's that's what you see is it's it's out there and branded, but they branded opposite of Bell. Bell went from untested to tested. They yeah. went from tested and they saw that market. Well, they, they looked at the market and they like, look, if we're going to pick a market, this is the big one. Now, I'm interested in what Bell's going to do, though. Like, in talking about that, so I just threw it out there because, uh, like, I think SPD, like, they're phenomenal. They're really smart guys. Hats off to them. It's free market. Love it. But I want to know what Bell's plan is. I want to know, is he, like, look, if these guys actually attack these national teams with, like, like I say attack, fucking gave these guys money, suited them all up, guys, girls, the whole nine, and everyone's up on that there. What is his plan here? If you don't pick a fucking... He better have a plan. The plan is simple. Pick a fucking star and pay him. Like, because if you don't or, have a star, I don't believe you're making it. What if What if he goes basically like current U.S. Open for IPF, though? That would be sick. So that is what I hope. If, if he, he starts throwing if he, out, says, if he starts throwing you have 100, G's, teams. 100 G's for a meet. If he's like, okay, you, if he's like, okay you take, what's that? If he's like, okay, you can have the national teams, SPS, but on the Arnold Classic, I'm going to have, I'm going to endorse gonna this It's going to be event. the slingshot Arnold Classic. It's going to be the slingshot Arnold Classic in 100K, or not 100K, but whatever the shit, and all of a sudden, and that is the dream and for every IPF lifter. And all the biggest lifters from the IPF to attest it. Please, Mark Bell, do That's it. what I see him going for. Please, Mark Bell, do it. This guy's showing off how much money he has all the time. He's got cake. Even if not as much as U.S. Open, some reasonable dough on the line. Take an event, and we might see... I don't ever want the IPF Worlds to be diminished, like, like, the, like the untested, no. but we might see options of, you know, like, for instance, there is Arnold Classic Wars Invitational only. They invite yeah. IPF World Champions. So the IPF Worlds is always going to be big. you got to win there to be invited. you got to be a star here at Worlds and Nationals to be invited to this event. But this event, this Invitational, you can make some real money. You know, because if you're not Brett Gibbs, you're not getting, you're not getting invited. Yeah. So maybe there's, maybe there's an avenue for him. And my God, like the more money comes in. That's what I see him going. Mark Bell is a flashy guy. He's I gonna, think so. He's going to go for the flashy solution. If he's coming from the untested, and that's where... Um, you know, he, he's had his most, his eyes on, and that's where he made his, made his bread, so to speak. If he's coming with that attitude, that's the direction they go. They're not going national team direction. They're going, let's throw in a fucking event. Let me have my name on that event. Let me have, like, the Mark Bell class. Whatever. That'd be, that'd be, it'd be crazy, because we don't have that yet. And he knows. There's an opening. I see an opening. I see something. But, but here's the question. By the way, Mark Bell, if you weren't thinking about that and you're listening to this now... We get, talk. We get a cut. Talk to me. Yeah. But, the, but the question is, do the rules allow that? Um, Does the IPF rules allow to have a sanctioned money event? Does it yeah. allow? Yeah. You can Arnold give, Classic already has money on the line. Yeah, you can give money. The winner gets... Yeah. It's passed. small checks. But they're, the winner... The, they have winners... Um, I don't. I forget who the sponsor was. Sorry. You fucking deserved it. Some hats off. I would have shared... It was A7 last time. A7. There was like $2,000 checks. Not bad. Two, two Gs. If you, were, if you drove there and you could pick up two Gs, so you're allowed to... Um, it's just there wasn't like the big sponsors yet, but there is a lot. They have nothing against you have to be an amateur no. athlete. It's the uh, same thing again for an I like an IOC athlete. They're allowed to do sponsored events, whatever, where they can earn cash. Yeah, uh, they are not. Yeah. yeah, and we follow suit with the IOC, and they said yeah. it's all good. It's all good. A lot of the sprinters, not to get too off topic, but those sprinters back in the day, no money allowed at all, and now sprinters make like so much money, prize money all the time, yeah. all over the world. You saying Bolt will show up to some meet? just under 10 seconds, way of not work close. They're like, why did you even show up? Doesn't look like you really trained. Well, I got paid $20,000. Yeah. So I just, it's worth my day to fly in, fly out. Which, check. thank you. It's a good note that if you're the other guy that's doing that local meet or whatever and Usain Bolt shows up, you're just like, fuck my life. Like, fuck my life. Well, enjoy your life. There, there goes my paycheck. Yeah. Or my potential for a paycheck. But, um, yeah, like hopefully, 
if, if stuff like that happens, the more sponsors get involved, the more money comes involved, the more there's opportunity for growth. And not everybody does, you know what, I'm glad the conversation is moving in this direction. Not everyone does have to go in the same direction. If SPD moved in this direction, you might say, you know what, you got that on lock. And congratulations, because you fucking killed it. But I'm going to go in this direction. I see what the US Open did, and there isn't anything like that in the IPF. I don't need to be as big as US Open, because quite frankly, I have no other competition in the IPF that is pushing me to have to. I can do a fraction of what the US Open's doing. It's still, in terms of the IPF, going to bring in people. Here's the thing, though, is that top elite lifters lift one, two times a year, two meets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a couple of times. You, you, throw, three, you throw 10 Gs or whatever on the line, and suddenly they're going to lift three times that's a year. That's true. Are they? That's true. Well, are they? Yeah. I, if, are if, they? If Brett Gibbs... If, well, Brett, are they? Are they? <laughs> fucking you know, I don't think you have to look any farther than some of the guys that have already switched over, like Dennis Cornelius switches over to the U.S. current. We're losing people. We yeah. might not have right, to... John Hack switched right. to the current. This is my point, though. How many competitions did Dennis Cornelius do? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't due to lack of. It was because he only reason why he cut out some of the competitions is because he wasn't able to do. IPF right, but he's only doing. But, but if, you're, if you're only going to do it for the money, well, how about this? Let's say Brett Gibbs tells himself, um, "I can make like right now." Brett, you know what? Brett Gibbs is one of the more active guys, anyways, because uh, he does sometimes the Oceania Invitational. Yeah, he usually does do worlds. He usually does two or three a year. Two or three. Yeah. So let's say he tells himself. Um, let's say he tells himself, "If I pick up ten Gs." Every time I lift, and I lift four times, there's 40K. If, it, if it's a 25% jump like that from going three to four, he'll fucking do it. I was going to say, I can guarantee you, if I was a top-level lifter, and there's 10 Gs online or whatever... I'll go one more. Yeah, yeah I'm, doing, I'm doing one more peak. I'm suffering that extra got, eight weeks got, of... Got, coach, and quit your day job. If you got the SPD Classic, the, 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 the fucking Bell Classic, the whatever else, what I'm saying is that... God damn it, is this what I'm saying? No, but this, this, is what I'm saying, this is what I'm saying to you, though. you got the Bell Classic, the SPD Classic, and it goes three ways. you got the Titan Classic. 50,000 on the line, 10,000 on the line, whatever it is. Who's doing Worlds? That's, yeah, that's the only problem. you got to fit that in the schedule. If Worlds is zero... Does, does Worlds matter anymore? I, I think it's all because Worlds, that? it goes down to actually like na national pride, which no, we still we've seen all time the world, is all we've time. untested what that does to the world. It decimated them. Because, because it, but here's the but, thing, is that all these other, in, in the untested, all-time world records can be broken at a fucking meet, where you can only break IPF records at certain meets, right? And like, IPF, don't forget, in the new, whatever... The new proposed rules, or whatever you want to call it, new proposed guidelines. You can't break or, the rules. You can't break world records at, at an invitational. At an invitational. So maybe that's what it becomes. It's not passed yet. So yes. We'll so, but, but maybe that's the way it goes. Maybe if you want to break a world record, but, have that. But look, let's but, go to worlds. So but, is, but, but here's the thing: it goes back to we when when you guys did the one with with Brandon Allen. When you go in that direction, he was the first one to say, "Who the fuck cares about a world fucking medal for fifty thousand bucks?" Yeah. So that's what that's the one direction. Um, yeah, it, it's that's the one scary thing. I hope we never lose because if we want IOC, we better have Nash, na we better be nation versus nation, now, and it better be worlds. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I don't think you're ever going to lose sight of worlds. I don't think worlds is ever going to lose its placing within the rankings of IPF. I think at most you're going to get maybe, let's say if it does go this direction, IPF just says, okay, we'll sanction one or two of these per year, something like that. Or, or they're not why, away. who's to say, why doesn't someone come in and sponsor the Worlds and be like, you have the national teams, I have best lifter gets 20K at the IPF Worlds. The only reason why I could think that is because then it starts taking away from the IOC's direction. Like, the best lifter at the Olympics, I don't think, is getting cash prize. No, no, you do, though. Do um, you get a cash prize from the Olympics now? Yeah. Uh, well, it's nation by nation, not by the Olympics. It has nothing to do with the Olympics, like the Olympic Committee when I say that. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, if you win a gold medal, and this changes sport by sport as well, I should also add that caveat. But if you win a gold medal as a uh, gymnast, you get given like a, like a 60K bonus. And Ronda Rousey won judo way lower on the rung, and she got like a $3,000 bonus. But you get a medal of money. Okay, but okay so it's the same, same thing as the U.S. team does already with it, given, this, given yeah. a stipend for placing at yeah. Worlds now. Okay, so here's the question though IPF Worlds isn't the sponsor by SPD and Rico now? Yeah. Uh, and then several others. And then other smaller ones. Yeah, yeah, there's some other on the bottom. Different right. degrees, But isn't yeah. the yeah. top ones pretty much SPD and Alico? Yeah. There's, I think there's more we're missing, but yeah. There's okay. fewer. So the reason I ask this is that how much are they giving them now? Because um, remember, it's like... Isn't, isn't, so, isn't so, 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 no, 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 no it's I'm a not nation, it's nation by nation. 
I'm not saying about a bonus. I'm saying if SPD and Alico are sponsoring the Worlds right now, how much are they giving the IPF for the Worlds for sponsorship? Because when you're down that road to give them money away and you're going to say, I'm going to give away $100,000, how do we know SPD hasn't already given them $100,000 for the fucking Worlds? Dude, you're paying for... No, I mean, I mean... I get what you're saying, but if when you're a sponsor to somebody, you're not just sponsoring the money to set down, the money to set down on the table. You're sponsoring the event. Yeah, but you, you could step in there saying, this is what I want to do. I just opened this because my eyes are a little crazy. That's right. But, uh, yeah, like, it depends on how they set it up. If they say, like, we're sponsoring the event, or if they say we're sponsoring purely for, like, a uh, U.S. Open style. Yeah, I know. You have to work that out with the IPF. Yeah, end of the day, IPF isn't going to do anything that actually jeopardizes what they're positioning themselves for right now. Because trying the, to get the, IOC. The only reason I say that is if I'm SPD and Alico and Mark Bell, Mark Bell says I'll put a hundred thousand dollars up for fucking lifters. SPD says, well, we're paying a hundred thousand dollars to have our name on the board, and we're giving that towards whatever. And then think, who gets more fame of it? Bell, because Bell gave the lifters a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, says, yeah, Fuck you guys. I don't think you'll ever. Yeah. I don't know if you'll Fuck. ever see that. I don't know if you'll see, or if it's just. Mark Bell, SPD, everyone else says, you know, here's a hundred grand. Just put me as a top, like a premier sponsor. Like, I don't know if they'll ever actually break it down as to this money. I personally don't think the IPF will give away fucking money anyways. I don't think they will for Walt. Peanuts. Give away peanuts. They don't. Or, 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 or is it possible to even do something like, um, you know, you sponsor, like, you give the individuals who win, but you don't have to go through the IPF to do it. Like, who's to stop me if I'm a company to be like, Paul Maranzan just won the Worlds in 83, 74 kilo, and I'd be like, I shoot you, I shoot you afterwards, here's, here's a check, congratulations, I want you to shoot a video for me, and throw it on your Instagram, and I got you. I'm not at the event, I don't and think, I'm not putting any I don't think there is anything, but again, we're also speaking out of our ass on that, and obviously I don't but, know, well, but I don't think there was anything that says you couldn't do something like that. So he, there's a lot of avenues that way as well. Yeah. Look, he, he could put it out there on his social media, which is huge. And he could say, you win the world, I'll just float you a check, and here's, you know... I'm or he could it. even say, like, you win the world, I'll offer you a sponsorship plus 50000 or whatever yeah, for your one-year signing bonus, yeah. like, whatever. He just signs everybody after the world. That's like their little yeah. scouting. You win worlds, we're talking. Yeah. You got another deal in place better than mine? And you won't. But if you do, God bless, have fun. But I don't think you get 50k. So that would make going to the world's fuck me. I better win because I also win a sponsorship of money. If I win. There's little steps like that where you win world, you become a world champion, sponsorship money comes in. You lose your title, sponsorship money goes out. And maybe that's what yeah. um, you could start doing. Like, look, at, if I want to be at the event, the actual event signage, the event sign in, hey, brought to you by, and that's me, by the way, and blah, 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 you're in the background of the platform. You could do that. And you want the event, and then afterwards the lifters leave, and you're like, we're not too worried about your Instagram afterwards. I just want the event. That's the classical way of doing it before social media. And that's the mode you like. You have that option as a sponsor. If you're a different sponsor and you're like, you know what, I'm not so big on the actual one-day event, but you know what I'm looking for? I want to sign you if you win the Worlds. I don't want to bank on you before, because I don't know, because it's 83 kilo and it's a hell of a battle. Yeah. I want to sign you afterwards for a year. Next year rolls around, we'll talk. You can do it again. I'll even give you a bonus so you don't leave me. Next year, I'll up it. Stay with me. But you keep winning worlds, we keep talking, and maybe we'll work in that direction. And then I got you for a year and I pimp out your 200,000K social media and put you all over my social media, and that's how we work it. So we can see it like that. Yeah, you, you know, get, it's, you get your ambassador code, which gives you a cut of whatever profit, yeah. whatever, like for and sales we, that are generated we, by your name. Like We make money together and yeah. everybody's happy. We'll see. There's opportunity for sure to make the worlds actually make money as well. I'm just laughing myself because your ambassador could be short packer 10% off. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch, you went through my phone, did you? Yeah, I just was thinking about that. It'd be funny. Short packer 10% off. Small pecker gentleman. Yeah. 10%, 10% <laughs> off. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's painful it's, to lose 10% with a short pecker. <laughs> It does. It is interesting where we could be, where we're at now, where we could be at in five years. And off the top of my, is there anything else that we should bring up that had been brought up? Uh, real quick, big dogs. We haven't thrown a lot of shine on that. There's a hell of a battle. It's on the other side of the fucking world, and it, it coincided with the USA PL Raw right. Nationals, which is tough bookings. But uh, 
due to one, dropped down to his knee, proposed to his girlfriend, and they took a decent sum. Brendan Allen, who was on the show, he went beltless, which is interesting. I don't know why he went beltless. Because did he say he was going to go beltless? Would he go beltless? No, but I feel day? like for his deads. Yeah, I think he might have went beltless all day. Did he? Really? Well, I don't think he went beltless. I think he went beltless dead. No, dude, he fucking squatted over a thousand. Yeah, pounds. I think and he went beltless. Beltless on dead. Which I, oh, I think he like prefers it that way. I was going to say, which I believe he prefers that way. Yeah, because he, he gets up so big for obviously for meats. He said he gains. I can't remember he, exactly how much it was, but it's a fair bit. True to form, he said he's pulling for the win. Yeah, going there for no reason. He pulled for the he win. He pulled for the win. Damn near had it again. That poor son of a bitch, Brendan Allen, has now twice come within a few inches of the big check, always pulling for the win, but and just least, missing the port. He didn't fucking drop it this time. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't drop it this time. Yeah, which the fucking is the least he was not grip issues this time. He fucking, but it was a, it was. Dude, it was a lot more than what he fucking... It was like, yeah. didn't pull a curve. It was the Hal Murray. No, it was, no, it was like 35 kilos over his plant. Yeah. I can't believe he got up like he did. Yeah. He had a fucking nice day squat, no, a thousand, I think 1,066 or something like that. Uh, 1,003, I believe. Is that what it was? Or yeah, like, it, it was... was fucking big. He had a phenomenal day. Yeah. And he almost got that dead. Like, that was a Hal Murray pass. Could, you, could, you could have settled for less. He didn't yeah, have... Yeah, like, I don't think he's even... That was almost 900 pound debt, and I don't yeah. think he's ever pulled anything close to that. And he almost had... Like, I thought for a second there, holy shit, I this crazy son of a bitch is going to get it. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, Brendan Allen. He's, he's one of those characters. If he signs up, he's going to put on a show. Um, and Lily Bridge, you know, should we pull up... Do you want to pull up... It's on the king of the list. I know I posted uh, the top I five. I did see it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the big boy showed up. The big dog showed up, and it was a pretty good show. Odell Emanuel, uh, I think he took in, was he second? Yeah, well, it's, it's, fucking, it's the difference. Some of them walked it out, some of them monolith. That's also true. Yeah. Walking out with your knees wrapped, and you can't walk with your knees wrapped anyways, a awesome. 1,000 pounds in your back. Sorry, so you wanted, did you want me to pull up Lillibridge? Uh, no, um, the uh, overall top five should be in there. Got to go back a stitch. And I didn't get an update from Julius Maddox's bench. But, uh, can I take this for a second from you, sir? But Julius Maddox, um, here we are. So, Peter Petrus uh, with uh, 1,120 total. Odell Emanuel came in second, um, 11.15. Brennan Allen, 11.02.5. Lily Bridge in fourth with 10.85. And um, Sean Doyle with 10.65. Those are some big boys, man. Everybody eight and up, a thousand kilo total or more. It's in wraps, but that's still. That's some big weight being moved. Anyways, I just wanted to give a little shine to the to the big dogs. Um, so, fellas, thank you for stopping by. I know uh, Randy's got to go, and uh, we already belted out the podcast earlier. Uh, from Six Pack Lab at that. Palmer and Zan lifts. The other guy. See you till next time. Peace.